Recommend or Spook Boys recommend. Boys, could you make some spooky noises? Maybe the wolf howling in the night. Oh. Yes. Chris, could we have a banshee sound? What? Banshee? Make the sound of banshee. Um, caw, caw. Yes, now and now the it's wind. The terrifying banshee. Now the oh. wind, the wind fluttering uh, through the shutters. It is like conducting a demonic choir. We are the pool boys, but for your entertainment, you can imagine that is a pool of blood. Ah, that's right. A big, gooey, sticky red pool full of boys. Wow, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible image. That's really bad. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Mark II. Scratch that. <laughs> this is a show full of daring, contraring, and of course, sk spooking. Yeah. You have just placed in your ears the most scary thing in oh all of the world, God. which is three unpaid white guys within independent podcast. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> and we have opinions. Yeah. That's right. Yes. And they're no good. And they're coming <laughs> at you right now. My name is Stuart. Count Stuart. Uh, I'm Count Chris. I'm Count Davey. And welcome to the show. This is a show where we recommend things to each other. We do it and then we review it. And this, of course, is our Halloween special. Uh, this week's episode is for Christopher Marchant, one of our Patreon subscribers who uh, has has now been supporting us for long enough. He's he's donated $100 over the time of, uh, of, of his support and he's earned himself his own episode. You can do this too by jumping on our Patreon. Uh, let's get starting uh, with... Chris Marchand's Halloween episode. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to hand the torch as we sit around the campfire. First of all, to Davey. This week, um, benevolent dictator of the show, Christopher Marchant, uh, recommended to me to write some creepypasta to get mm -hmm. really into creepypasta and some write some creepypasta if you don't know creepypasta is basically people telling scary stories on reddit on tumblr on, on 4chan etc mm. uh and it's there's some really 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 good shit out there like mm. really spooky like chills up the spine kind of stuff yeah like te technically splendor man's one of them right one of the first ones right slender yeah 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 slender man came from a thing called marble hornets i i don't really know where the I word I think they might have from. taken it from the creepypasta. Oh, I actually I found out what creepypasta oh. means the other day. Um, it's like it's like the horror version of copy and paste. Right. And so like there were these posts, there were these posts that you would just copy and paste and put in forum oh. after forum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've and then now and then it, the horror version got the name creepypasta. Creepypasta. Oh, right, great. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. All right, sweet. Well, uh, for your listening pleasure, Chris Marchant. Here is my creepypasta. Oh, here we go. The most horrible things in movies always seem to happen at night. But this happened during the middle of the day. When I saw it, I knew I had to have it. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was a hat. I tried it on in the shop and it whispered to me. It told me I could be 
a distinguished, classy gentleman. The kind that people find attractive. Hey, the hat said that people would say. Who's that party dude with a sophisticated twist? Who's this gravy boat captain sailing down the white water rapids of life? Who is this bon vivant taking body shots off the deputy premier's wife? Who is this guy with the cool hat? Equally comfortable winning at Dom Perignon Pong? Or playing smooth jazz on the hosepipe bugle? The price was high, but what is money compared to a complete reimagining of my personality in people's eyes? A few hundred and a half for a brand new start? A brand new identity? Like the witness protection program, except where the witnesses to me in this hat needed protection from how much of an aspliffionado I am. You'll be more tubular and cultured than a pot of Chobani natural Greek yogurt. Wow. When you send it, the hat said, you'll send it first class. <laughs> I waltzed my new fuck helmet to the counter. <laughs> what? And the grinning cashier said, great choice, sir, as they rang my destiny through the till. I didn't need to be told that my choice was a great one, but I considered it an advance on all of the compliments I would soon be receiving. Such was the nature of this chapeau of chapeaus that, though it was not yet on my head, I was already intoxicated on the confidence it gave me. <laughs> the siren FPOS machine sang its melodious song. I tapped my card with a rakish grin and looked the cashier in the eye. Trainee is a beautiful name, I said with a wink. <laughs> what are you doing later? She batted her eyelashes seductively and said, Trainee is not my name. <laughs> and you have to put your pin in for purchases over $100. <laughs> Perhaps then I should have stayed my hand. Perhaps I should have heeded that first pothole on Easy Street. Alas... I was too eager for the private, dare I say, exclusive coronation ceremony in my full-length mirror at home. Something was rotten in the sovereign state of Sendmark. As I travelled home, the first distant trumpets of buyer's remorse sounded. Far away. Far enough away, perhaps, to stay away. But when I got at home, the hat had somehow changed. Every stitch and panel was in exactly the same place as before, but somehow this hat was wrong. It didn't matter which dinner jacket I paired it with, no combination of fine clothes. The Legionnaire's flap at the back somehow seemed to detract from it. <laughs> in fact, it didn't matter how I placed the decorative feathers. It didn't matter how I turned up the flaps. It didn't matter which jaunty orientation I held the drinks holder, nor how quickly I spun the propeller. <laughs> My head was a square peg, and this hat was a round hole. Oh no. Dance to what it. does this pull string do? Why are the lights so lurid? Somehow in the cold light of day, instead of the warm glow of the hat shop, this gilded crown 
had transmogrified into a not-distinguished hat for lame parties for dumb idiot babies. And in this case, the dumb idiot baby was me. Oh my god, no. The bell was tolling for me, and it was tolling the sound of a duck call, which was attached to the brim with a string. (laughs) (laughs) I looked at the receipt. Surely I hadn't paid that much. But as I gazed upon the carbon paper, I knew in my heart of hearts that I did pay that much. (laughs) I tried to take it back to the shop, but when I got there, the shop didn't do refunds. (laughs) (laughs) The hat is fine, trainee said. As she stood beside a floor-to-ceiling rack of the same hat. (laughs) Like that one scene in The Matrix, except instead of guns, it's rows and rows of fucking insane hats. (laughs) Would that I could trade my life for an item of equal or lesser value. Now the hat stays with me forever. Too dumb to wear. Far, far too expensive to throw away. Eternally tucked away. Not at the very back. But at the front of the back, lurking on the periphery of my space at all times. Pride of place among things best not seen. Always watching, always waiting. Perhaps positioning itself to catch the sunlight just so, to let the sequined words on the front catch the light. <coughs> Pussy Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, Dave. Bravo. Oy. Hey, man, at, l- at least it wasn't a fedora. That would have been really scary. <laughs> that would have been, been upsetting. Yep. Yeah. That's not, that's not fit for, for human consumption. No. Uh, As that story went on, Dave, yeah. I found it increasingly difficult to fit the hat neatly in my imagination. It's just like yeah. the borders of, my, of the, li- the limits of my imagination just could <laughs> not a, contain that hat. That's right. It's a non-Euclidean hat. Yeah. yeah. And imagine putting yeah. that on a rack or at your head or something. It's just impossible. Yeah. Uh, Unbelievable. Are most creepy pastors like that? Is that a? Um, yes. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> They're definitely exactly like that. <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I do have another one here for you. Um, this is like a really good example of, of a creepy pastor. Basically, that's just really short. A lot of them are super, super, super long. Yeah. Um. So yeah. some and some of the short ones because it is like a copy paste. You know, you, you probably have heard some of these stories, but I'll give you a good example of one. There was a hunter in the woods who, after a long day of hunting, was in the middle of an immense forest. It was getting dark, and having lost his bearings, he decided to head in one direction until he was clear of the increasingly oppressive foliage. After what seemed like hours, he came across a cabin in a small clearing. Realising how dark it had grown, he decided to see if he could stay there for the night. He approached and found the door ajar. Nobody was inside. The hunter flopped down on the single bed, deciding to explain himself to the owner in the morning, and as he looked around, he was surprised to see the walls adorned by many portraits, all painted in incredible detail. Without exception, they appeared to be staring down at him, their features twisted into looks of hatred. Staring back, he grew increasingly uncomfortable. Making a concerted effort to ignore the many hateful faces, he turned to face the wall, and exhausted, he fell into a restless sleep. Face down in an unfamiliar bed, he turned, blinking in the unexpected sunlight. Looking up, he discovered that the cabin had no portraits, only windows. Oh, oof. Yes. Oh. Yeah. 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 It's, it's good. It's I really, mean, it's there's good. some really, really good writing out there, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I actually had a really good time listening to it. I actually, um, here's a, a hot recommend to you that came you to go. me from one Mr. Dominic Caron. 
there's this podcast out there called the Magnus Archives, and it is mm. exceptional. Yeah, it is amazing. I highly, highly recommend it. We actually um, did the Magnus Arch in, in the first one. We did our episode zero. Yeah, for this podcast, the thing that I recommended to Stu. Yeah. Was to listen to the first episode of the Magnus Archives. Yeah, That's right. And it was yeah, uh, yeah which I, I guess that yeah that never made it to air. But yeah, it was a great show. It was very good. Mm, yeah, we just. Des- I, I think if we just- still have that. Maybe we should release that on the Patreon. Maybe yeah. I think we decided against it because it was like, hey, maybe for our first episode, we shouldn't tell people to listen to another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, one hour long ad. Yeah, I also recorded that one in my car and got pulled over by the cops. Uh, oh no, my god! No, and I got I, pulled I, over. I was already pulled over. Yeah. I was parked at the front of my house. But the cops knocked on the window because they thought you were an ASIO agent or something. Yeah, yeah. great stuff, Dave. That's good fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have a you have a, a real creepy pasta, don't you? Like a, I do have a real like a, a not pasta, funny actually. one. Yeah. Yeah, not funny one. I actually, uh, yeah. I've written it specifically. I'll, I'll put it up on the Patreon if you want to listen to it. Um, yeah. There is a recording of us, of me telling it to the boys here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so that'll be a Patreon exclusive. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was very good, good, actually. Yeah. yeah, it was really well written, Dave. Mm. Thanks. Thanks, boys. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Listen, uh, Creepypasta is really good. I had a really good time. But um, for everyone that is really, really, really good, there is about five that are really, really, really shit. Okay. So yeah. in keeping with that, uh, I'm going to award this. Oh, I use every number between one and one hundred one time. Um, I'm going to give it number fifty-three. Fifty-three. All right. 53. Yep. Nice. Nestled between making a cake in a mug and whittling my own image. Oh, lovely. Perfect. Mm. Right next That'll to two little... other spooky things. <laughs> spooky. 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 Oh. By the way, Dave. Um, if yep. there's one thing I take away from that that section that you just did, then. Uh, mm. It's that I'm now incorporating the word "aspliffionado" into my lexicon. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really liked "fuck helmet." That was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brains <laughs> behind you. <laughs> Last week, Christopher Marchant recommended to me through the Patreon, uh, that... Well, this is how it reads. The pool boys love a conspiracy. Tell us which cryptids are real and which is your fave. Maybe uncover a hitherto undiscovered one. The truth is out there. So, for those of you wondering what a cryptid is, it's an animal or a creature whose existence is unsubstantiated. Uh, Mm. And we all know a few of them. There's like, you know, the Yeti or the Abominable Snowman, Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, etc. Uh, and, and, and Dave I've got no real existence that he exists There's no uh, proof There's No, no proof. proof Not yet yeah. Um, you, yeah, spe- <laughs> speak- Speaking of which Speaking of which you um, Didn't even crack a smile He's just looking at the camera <laughs> I was, was trying not to make a noise I think yeah. I, uh, it was, The look was there onto me That's what it was <laughs> Yeah that's right Hunted Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Speaking of uh, Dave The being, amount of times being, I'm just walking down the street And then Chris just like jumps out in a ghillie suit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a wide gate Dave I Fake can't. Dave footprints <laughs> Show me your photo identification I reckon this is Dave shit <laughs> Um uh, speaking of Dave being a cryptid, you might even have your own your own local mythological you know beast or legend. Mm. So cryptids tend to be local legends and more of an oral tradition than a documentative one. Uh, and there are thousands and thousands of people out there who have dedicated their lives to proving the existence of these maybe beasts. 
by camping in the woods with their mates, whooping into the night and holding up chip bowls with microphones inside them, hoping for a response. A call from the dark, the distant cry from a powerful beast, even just the shadow of a sound, waiting and listening. Gosh. Oh, wait, hang on. Can, can you guys... Can you guys what? Yeah, what? What is it? Can, wait, sh- 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 <laughs> can you guys hear that? What do you say? Can you hear that? Sorry, I mean... Off in the, dis- off in the distance. It sounds a bit like middle-aged desperation. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. Hang on. Oh. Sorry, guys. We've been out here searching for Bigfoot for so long, I forgot what I was doing. I had the microphone pointing at us. That's us we're hearing. Oh, oh so no. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Ouch. Oh. That is rough. That the, is rough. <laughs> the growing subculture of people studying these unproven creatures uh, is called cryptozoology, which kind of makes it sound like the new Do- Dogecoin uh, or like some, some kind <laughs> yeah. of animal-based online training scheme. Um, but the term cryptozoology is actually just a fancy sounding name, which in English roughly translates to throwing your life away. You know, <laughs> oh. just, just scrunching up the finite amount of meaningful time you have left on this beautiful earth and tossing it lazily at the waste paper basket. Uh, if you thought that mythological... Not even, not even, not even trying with the shot. No. Yeah, no, not even trying. Like, <laughs> like... Not even. Nary a Kobe <sighs> to be heard. Yeah, like I saw, I saw a documentary of a guy. I'm going on a tangent here, but I saw a documentary of a guy, and he was like, they were like Bigfoot hunters, and they just take pictures mm. of the fucking trees and stuff, and then, and then it just showed him putting like putting it into like Photoshop and just putting the like exposure slider on, and he's just going up and down on the exposure oh. slider, and he's like, so what I'm doing here, right, is I'm just trying to like bring out the light, see if there's anything in this photograph that we missed, and it's like. No, no, nah. that's not what you're doing. You are fucking around on Photoshop and wasting your time. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but you're but you were still the dickhead watching it. So. I was the dickhead watching it. Whose time like, was really wasted? Oh, there yeah, was yeah, other yeah, shit yeah, yeah. as well. They were like the Yetis leave out signs for us all the time. There's like see this tree, see this stump that's been balanced between two tree branches. But if we follow this, we might even find exactly where they live. It's like, well, great theory, man. Why don't you do that? <laughs> fucking idiots <sighs> instead of fucking putting up like logs up onto stumps yeah, and like, then filming it like when branches fall from trees sometimes they get snagged and don't get make it to the ground that's what you're looking at there buddy if a tree falls in a forest and there's no bigfoot hunters there to see it does bigfoot even exist <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no um no. so <clears throat> but we'll get to that later um so sorry but i went on a bit of a tear there if you thought that uh, the mythological beasts was going to be the scary part of this bit, you are dead wrong. The scary oh. thing about this is people's ability to continue believing something despite all evidence to the contrary. Okay. <laughs> I can understand the fascination, but I am less forgiving towards the persistence. At one point, the rhinoceros, the platypus, the narwhal, the giant squid, even the gorilla was considered to be a fictitious animal. But you know what the oh. difference is? Those animals were proven to actually exist very shortly after the initial claims. <laughs> Someone said, Big gorillas don't exist. And then they said, What's that? Yeah, what's like, this? Oh. Hang on, let me just turn up the oh. contrast on this photo of my backyard. <laughs> what's that? A gorilla. Anyway, um, cryptozoology is the domain of middle-aged pioneering white men who refuses to accept that the days of the frontier are long gone. Oh, Far out, Stu. What, is this the MCU space. or something? Calm down. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll turn around in a minute because I don't think it's all bad. 
uh, I, know, I normally try to stay away from dec- uh, directly quoting Wikipedia, but I did find this interesting, so I'm going to read it. Uh, this comes from Wikipedia. Scholars have noted that the cryptozoology subculture rejected mainstream approaches from an early date and that adherents often express hostility towards mainstream science. So what that means is, generally speaking, cryptozoologists think that science is a massive crock of shit. In fact, <laughs> they think that the pile of shit that science is is so large that it could only have come from a 10-foot bipedal ape man, thus proving the cryptozoologists right all along. Oh, my God. Science disproved itself. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, cryptozoologists, if you're listening, this is a personal message from me to you. One of you buy a fucking tripod. Please. <laughs> For the love of Just God. one of you. You can share if you have to. Yeah. Not a single one of you can get a good shot of your mate in a gorilla costume without the camera jerking all over the place. All right? If we're ever going to prove this, we need nice, clean shots. Maybe hire some camera guys. Maybe hire some scientists. I don't know, man. Maybe hire someone in a Bigfoot suit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But I must say, despite all that, I kind of still love it. Because... What, what it feels like to me is living folklore. And I'm all about fantasy and storytelling and the age-old tradition of sitting around the fire and sharing stories about what lay in the darkness beyond. So, boys, let's get to the bottom of this. I'm going to need your help. Oh. We're, we're going we're gonna to play a bit of a game. A very scientific okay. game, by the way. If I have to stick my finger in some poo, I'm going to be really <laughs> upset. No, so. no, no. Well, your finger is the most, uh, the most scientific measuring unit, uh, you know. Yeah, they use probes yeah. in the labs, but we don't trust probes. Um, <laughs> and Dave, it's not poo, okay? It's scat. It's That's right, scat. It's right. scat. Scat. Okay. Oh, scat. Oh, yeah, I'll stick my finger in some scat. That's the scariest sound that we've made so far. Anyway, check out our new Patreon podcast. It's just we scat. We scat for forty-five minutes. Yeah, Bigfoot was scat man all along. Yeah, I'm the Bigfoot. okay uh we're gonna play a scientific game whereby we will finally uncover the truth because don't you know boys the truth isn't actually the truth anymore facts Uh ain't facts anymore the horsemen of the apocalypse have come and their names are opinion and belief oh yeah (laughs) let's play (laughs) let's play a game that i like to call feelings and facts I'll, 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 okay. give, I'll give you so we're actually going to figure out whether or not these these creatures exist so i'll give you the name of a mythological creature a brief summary of it and then i'll ask you two yes no questions and between the three of us we'll reach consensus consensus by majority uh yeah. i'll explain the rest of the game along the way but we're basically going to figure out which of these cryptids are real and which are not okay cool okay cool. finally yeah finally getting to the bottom of it number one an easy one to begin with Bigfoot, a reclusive bipedal ape found in the forest of North America. Legends of an ape-like species are an enduring part of na- Native American culture and predate America's colonization. As of 2019, there have been over 6,700 claimed sightings. Now, the first question is, do you believe Bigfoot is real? No. No. No? I'm also going to say no. So that's a hard no by... Um, uh, unanim- do I a want unanimous it to no. exist? Yeah. Question yes, number two. Do you much. want to believe Bigfoot is real? Yes, for very Dave? Much. Chris? Very much. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'm a yes too. So that's a yes. So what that means is that we've got a, a no and a yes for this, which means that it's it's still inconclusive. Bigfoot might be out there. But the way that we get past this is, for the first question, do you believe Bigfoot is real? How much of a no is it? 
<laughs> well, actually, I'll pull you up on something, Stu, because you yeah. said there's over 6,000 claimed sightings. Yeah. I think that's you've been a little tricky with your words there. Every sighting is a claimed sighting, you know? That's true. Chucking claimed in there makes it sound less ingenuous. What do you know? What are you trying to cover up? Yeah, how many, how many <laughs> of those were real? Yes. Are you Bigfoot, Stu? Are you... Me? Are you, are you the mass Bigfoot media? <laughs> Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh. we've been oh. uncovered. Yeah, <laughs> I just wow. want to. I just want to be seen. <laughs> um, look, that sounds that sounds to me like we're actually not one hundred percent on believing whether or not Bigfoot is real. So not. we're going to change that to a yes, which means right. that's two yeses, which means conclusively Bigfoot is real. Bigfoot exists. That means the truth is out there. The truth is out there. And it is a man running around in the forest in a Wookiee costume. (laughs) Uh, Number two, going over to Scotland now, the Loch Ness Monster, a large long-necked creature said to inhabit Loch Ness in the Scottish Highlands. Earliest documentation is the year of our Lord 565. The year 565, first mention of a bi- of a massive aquatic Early. animal in the in the in the 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 loch. Um, definitely not a big eel or a smudge on the lens. Do you believe the Loch Ness monster is real? Yes or no? Absolutely not. I'm gonna say no as well. A little a little part of me says yes. Okay, well, a little part of me says Loch Ness monster. Unfortunately, is real. that's two no's and a yes, which means it's a no. Now, the second question: Do you want to believe that the Loch Ness monster is real? No. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm too scared. It's, I'm afraid of what I know. <laughs> no. no. I'd like it to be. I would like it to be, yeah. You would? I'd love it to be real. I, I'm a bit... Good I'm time. about to move to Scotland, so and I plan mm. on swimming in this lock, and I don't know if I want a, a monster to be in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's this, fine. That can, this can be the 100th recommend. Yeah. Eaten by a dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I did vote for the Ankylosaurus, so maybe we should just... I think it, it would, its feelings would be hurt if it it's hurt true. our podcast. It's so true. Well, should, yeah, uh, the plesiosauruses would, would come... Would start at in you. That's right. Um, <laughs> okay, well, unfortunately, that's... So, I'm, Jenny's going to kill me, but I'm going to say no as well. Um, she loves Nessie. She loves it. Um, Nessie rips. Yeah, Nessie, Nessie does rip. But I also want to swim in the loch unmolested, so I'm going to say no. So unfortunately, the no, Loch Ness monster—that's two no's. The Loch Ness monster does not exist. Number three, the abominable snowman, the Yeti, another large reclusive human-ape hybrid with hair, uh, with white hair and backwards feet, according to the Nepalese people. Thought the to backwards be backwards feet, yeah, that's backwards feet to, to mark its tracks. Yeah, um, thought to live in the Himalayas. <laughs> the legends of these this creature predates Buddhism which is fucking crazy, and were a part of the oral tradition of the herders of the Nepalese and Tibetan regions. How fucking convenient has backwards feet. So, <laughs> backwards feet. Oh, wow. All the tracks we've been following has been the absolute wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> we're never going <laughs> to find it. Wait, hang on. But it's got backwards feet, but maybe it was also walking backwards, which means we were going the right way. <laughs> we turned back three days ago. Oh, oh no! no. All right. That do sucks. you do you believe that the Yeti is real? No, uh, because no. you can't have backwards feet. Because if it's a a, a a hominid kind of creature, yeah, then the way that we physically balance, you can't you, you, you can't walk upright yeah. with feet on backwards, where your heel starts at the front of your leg and then extends behind. But it's Dave, get, get this though: why in Nepal then do they all have really tiny front doors? Tell me that. It's to keep the Yeti out. Why would they have those little front doors? 
if it weren't for the fact that the Yeti actually exists. Probably because it's cold and like a bigger door lets in more cold air. Yeah. That's hey, a- um, hey, hey, Dave, it's it's me, your alarm speaking. Wake up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up. You're asleep at the wheel, bro. <laughs> um, Chris, what are you? I'm going to snooze. Uh, I, I do not believe that the Yeti No, I don't really either. Do you want to believe that the Yeti is real? Fuck yeah, man. I do, yeah. Yeah, me too. I want to believe it. Inconclusive. How much of a no is it? Dave's asleep at the wheel. It's not a good enough no. The Yeti exists. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Number four, bit of a wild card here. The Chupacabra. Reptilian-looking dog oh, nice. thing, which uh, sucks nice. the blood from goats. The name literally means goat sucker. And definitely is not a dog with mange. Uh, multiple sightings <laughs> from Chile, throughout the US, and even as far as Russia. And China, actually. It's been spotted in China, too. Do you believe that the Chupacabra is real? Well, it says reptilian. Uh, this, look, look, this one, out of all of them, the descriptions vary immensely. So, yeah, some sometimes reptilian, sometimes not. Yes, I believe it. Goat sucker sounds like a lolly I used to eat when I was 10. So I'm going to say yes on this one. Okay. Wait, where are those sheep going? Yeah, I'm actually going to say yes as well because um, you can call anything whatever you want. And I think that dogs with mange exist. So if you want to call a dog with mange Chupacabra, Chupacabra exists. All right. All right. Nice. And, well, you know, I don't think... We, well, actually, I might as well ask. Do you want to believe that Chupacabra is real? But the good Chilean farmers, no. No, yeah. The good people. Considering how widespread it is... Like, Bigfoot is such a localized thing. And yeah. so is Loch... Like, at least Loch Ness Monster... If it exists, it doesn't exist. I don't care. It exists in one spot and it's Loch Ness. Yeah. And it could just, just stay there. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I'm into that, you know? But with the Chupacabra, it's everywhere. It is man. everywhere, yeah. So, no, I don't want it to exist. Yeah, I'm a no as well. So, I guess the jury's out on the Chupacabra. Number five. Uh, bringing it home to Australia now, the Yowie. Australia's own ape man. Similar to Yeti and the Bigfoot, uh, the Yowie is significant to our First Nations people and the oral tradition predates white settlement. They, they are thought to have orangey-brown hair and have been sighted hundreds of times, mostly in the uncharted bushland between New South Wales and Queensland. Mm. Do you believe Yowies are real? Boys? <sighs> See, yeah. America's quite densely populated. You know, there's not a lot of area that isn't taken up by people. Australia's desert. Like there's... there's and the other factor uh, is, yeah. you know, even even in those middle spots in Australia where all those cities are, everyone's drunk. So a yow could just walk right through and no one would know. That's you true. Know? I've yeah. actually seen a few yowies at the local pub. To, <laughs> to be yeah. Honest. Yeah. 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 You sell them for a dollar. Wearing stubbies and high vis. Yeah. You mean, <laughs> mean yobos? <laughs> oh, whoops. Sorry. Oh, whoops. I, uh, well, I do. I definitely believe in yobos. Yeah. I I do, yeah. Okay. So, so yes. So in, that's. I do believe in yobos. That's that's the, three yeses. Okay. Do you want? The is out there. Now that the the main question: Do you want to believe that yobos are real? <laughs> no. no, I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, no, you, I... if you if you say that uh, Yobo, you don't believe in yobos, one dies. Oh so, shit! Let's yeah. get going, boys. I don't believe in yobos. <laughs> I don't believe in yobos. <laughs> Yobo loses its thongs. So watch out, guys. Don't be careful here. That was a bloody ripper. God damn it! That's good. Um, okay, so look, the jury's still out on yobos. We're not sure. Okay. Number six. This is the last one. In the recommend, I was asked to uncover a new cryptid and tell you which one is my favorite. And this one is both of those. Uh, It's new, possibly, because a lot of our listeners won't have heard of it. And my favorite, because this is my local legend, our local legend, boys. 
the Blue Mountains Panther. Yeah, baby. Basically, yeah. a massive black cat that lives in the national park around the Blue Mountains in New South yes. Wales, Australia. Multiple sightings over the last century, uh, including my friends, actually. Really? I have, have two friends, friends who, who claim that they have seen it. Yeah. They were, admittedly, high as a kite, but there they swore. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, there it is. <laughs> they swore. <laughs> um... <laughs> See, because the other thing with cats is, if it's black, it's, it can camouflage easy. And cats yep. hide. Cats, like, run around. Yeah, cats like, are very yeah. good at hiding. Yep. Yep. Mm. Um, I kind of like There could be one. a black cat in this room right now, and I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. And it's, you know, it's not like it has wings or something crazy like that. Like, no, no. Cat it's not really mythological. Like, there are big black cats in the world. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I kind of like this one. Yeah, I believe it. I straight up actually do believe it as well. Dave? I don't believe that there is one now, but I reckon... Okay. I wouldn't be surprised at all if there was one. If there was one? Point. Right. Yeah. Oh, see, the but thing... like a solitary panther out there isn't making more panthers. Yes. When, when was when was the first sighting? Uh, about 100 years ago. But I... Yeah, panthers don't live for 100 years. Yes, but I actually think that there is... And they're, they're quite territorial, I actually think. And they've been sighted at the top of the Blue Mountains and at the bottom of the Blue Mountains. I actually think that there is a very small, you know, possibly incestuous uh, community of large cats uh, that live... In, in that area yeah. And even things like The Tasmanian Tiger Tasmanian Devil Like some sort of Combination of those That got, got really large Like it's possible Yeah I, I think it's probably Just an escaped animal Someone's private farm Or, uh, so, or yeah. like Or someone Or a circus or something um, mm-hmm. I actually did a lot Of research into The you know The legend of the Blue Mountains Black Panther um, because me and my brother were planning on writing a mockumentary series Based on it uh, And right. so I, I got really deep Into the weeds Um and I truly believe it. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, do you want to believe the Blue Mountains Panther is real? I, do. I believe that the Blue Mountain Mountains Panther is real in the same way that the Chupacabra is a dog with mange. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was probably a thing. Like, why would everyone believe it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Whatever. Um, yeah, I'll believe it. Okay. All right. So, the, Black, the Blue Mountains Black Panther exists. Up the yeah. Panthers. Um, fantastic well there you go chris marchant um those are the and and dear listeners those are all of the uh the cryptids that actually exist and that don't exist we finally finally got to the bottom of it guys i think we're doing god's work on this podcast we're doing great we're doing well my rating system is out of a possible 30 stars separated into three categories uh 10 for experience 10 for spiritual growth and 10 stars four stars um for experience i'm going to give this a seven out of ten for spiritual growth, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. And for stars for stars, it's getting a 7 out of 10. This was a really nice. good really good week. Thanks, Chris. Have nice, a lot of nice, fun. Nice. Oh, yeah. I'm the Scott man. <laughs> Trick or treat. Fuck off, kids. Fuck off. Get out of here. Fuck, 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 fuck off. We're in Australia. We don't fucking do that over here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in your boys. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm dematerializing. No, <laughs> say I do. Right. Say I exist. So right no. If you stand in the mirror at midnight and say Mick Malloy three times in the mirror, <laughs> <laughs> Rodney Rude will appear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's scary. Last week, gentlemen, the ever spooky Chris Martin recommended that I watch a scary movie. Mm. Oh man! But not just any scary movie. No. Oh no. He recommended that I watch a movie called Sinister. 
Sinister was part of a scientific study that tried to measure people's heart rates to determine what is the scariest movie, and it won. It was deemed the scariest movie based on uh, right. how it affects your heart rate. Uh, so Christopher Martin asked that I watch it and try and measure my heart rate and my shrieks as we go. Yeah. Now, we learn a lot about ourselves doing these recommendations, don't we, boys? Yeah. Yep. For example, this week, I learned I'm a pussy. Never really been a fan of horror movies, personally. Didn't like, you know that already, Chris? That I'm not a fan of horror movies. No, that you're a pussy. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was for a joke, man. Shut up. I'm so sorry, Chris. Get, not sorry. Getting a bit blue out here. <laughs> you know, uh, I guess I guess Halloween's you know is, is the correct term for today because bullying's what I'm scared of most of all. <laughs> you're on the wrong show, bro. Getting bullied by my friend. Yeah, go on. Say I don't believe in bullies. Cause <laughs> it's, like, it's not gonna work. Uh, I've never really been a fan of horror movies. I reckon I could dead set count on one hand the number of horror movies I've actually enjoyed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I've seen my, a fair share, but not all that many. And it was through this process I've discovered that I don't just dislike horror movies, but I have a blindness of horror movies. Okay. A like, blindness. Yeah. And I know that sounds silly, but like... A blindness? Yes. Because I, I feel like I'm quite good at like... <laughs> What's this empty up... rack in JB Hi-Fi doing here? <laughs> What's this? Well, okay, but that's it, right? That's it. It's like this automatic subconscious thing that happens in my brain where it just blacks out horror movies. Like, usually right. with movies, I pick up details very quickly and I remember them and my brain, brain sort of stores them away. Like, that's an important thing you should remember, Chris. But when it's a horror movie, it's as if I just don't even see it. Like... Right. It, my brain just decides this is not important information. This is not relevant. You you know, just forget about this. You know. Is, so is, I, do you think that's because if you did store it, you'd be in a constant state of terror? Maybe it's it's, it's fucking that horror movies are unpleasant. Yeah, yeah, they are. Why would you want to keep a hold of them? I don't get it. People are into it, man. People are into them. I know they are. Yeah, it's just not a state of being I like to be in. Just being yeah. scared. Scared. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Wait, yeah, it's I don't fundamentally think, unpleasant. Yeah, I don't it is think the opposite any of, of enjoyment. Yeah, I don't think any of us on this show actually like actively go out and watch horror films. None of us. None no, of us. no, so. no. There's a couple I've enjoyed, like you know, the first Halloween, the first Saw, uh, Get yeah, Out. Yeah. I loved. You know, there's a few that are really quite good uh, and quite well done, I suppose. But uh, I just don't enjoy it. Yeah, I just don't enjoy yeah. being scared. And yeah. I was this week. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't envy you at all. Yeah. No, me neither. Um, the, so, like, when I'm talking about this blindness, right? If I was at the movie theatre, if I'm going around the cinema, I actually really enjoy looking at the posters and, like, seeing what's coming out and how they're, like, marketing things and how they, like, uh, how prominent the actors' faces are and whose name is where. And I just find that really, really interesting. And so I always look around. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going around and I see a horror movie one, it's as if I don't see it. I just glance Quickly, so part quickly, so part quick. Just like scooch straight. I just miss it to the point I've probably done that to the poster of Sinister. You know, it doesn't really describe the movie at all. It's a girl walking along a wall uh, as blood drips down from where she's just touched, and uh, all that blood dripping down and it forms a scary face. It's just not my bag. I I can just instantly see that and go, Nah, not me. Don't worry about it. Nah, no fun. Thank you. I really want to go see this thing now. Like, yeah, I feel like all horror posters are exactly the same. Like, complete black. A, a yep. door off in the distance with light coming through it. Somewhere, a a, a child's body. That's yep. that is a oh, horror. Yeah. F- Black, thing. white, and red. No other colors. That's None. it. Yeah, yeah. 
this film is on Stan. So I start a fire up, you know, fire up my 30 day free trial because yeah. Dave has deleted his account. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and you know, before the greatest carnival, <laughs> truly. Uh, before I fire up the movie, uh, I just take a you know because I haven't got, had Stan in a while, so I just take a quick scroll through, uh, see what else they currently have on there, right? Yeah. And I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but do you ever just open up a streaming service with the intention of watching one specific movie, and then just accidentally end up watching all three hours of Lord of the Rings: Fellowship of the Ring? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Surprisingly, that exact thing has happened. Yes. That exactly. happens all too often. Yeah. Yeah. How good is it? Yeah. <laughs> Are we about to talk about Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. You remember it being? It's better. It's better than that. Yeah. It's Ever- so, <laughs> it fucking goes, man. It, it goes. just goes. It's, it's so good. so good. Stop moving. You know, it's my favourite horror movie. Ever, yeah. ever, <laughs> ever since the extended editions come out, like time is different for me. There's only 19 hours in a day anymore. Yeah. Like, I've yeah. got to watch them every day. At least daily. <laughs> Have you guys have you guys ever seen um, The Shining? Uh, a long time yeah. ago, yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite part? Or you don't remember? Oh gosh. Uh, my favorite part. My favorite the- part's probably the bit where he offers the ring back to Bilbo. Yeah, that's a really good part. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. ah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so my rating system's out of two. Uh, Lord of the Rings, man. <laughs> no way. No way. No. No way. No. You're kidding. <laughs> I th- look, I do think Chris would be pretty happy with that, but uh, no. No, no, no. I, oh. I, watched, I watched them both. I just put it off for three hours. Okay. Uh, and I had the time of my life. I love that, Chris. Take it away. Start on a high. It just sort of hurts even more. (laughs) That's it. It actually... Sorry, I know we're getting so caught in the weeds here, but it actually reminds me of the time where I watched when I was really young and I watched Signs and I got so scared that to wash it out of my system, I had to watch Happy Gilmore and Little (laughs) Nicky directly (laughs) afterwards. Both of them. Both of them. Adam Sandler was the only thing that could save me from my inner turmoil. God bless him. Even Little Nicky's kind of scary. That's... (laughs) Was that to yeah. even you out a bit? Yeah, it was yeah. to like transition me into you Happy Gilmore. And then you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so listen, a really big part of this recommendation was trying to measure my heart rate. Uh, and so I whipped out the old Fitbit, charged it up, and mm-hmm. I thought, hey, because you kind of you need like a uh, a control, like a yeah. baseline, yeah, a baseline, right? So I thought I would measure my heart rate through Lord of the Rings yeah. to get a bit of a control, right? Oh uh, yeah, very nice, yeah, good, so, good. good, good. So my resting heart rate is 69. Nice. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, looked at a chart. That's extremely average. So I'm very happy with that. Uh, Can't wait most... for you to walk into a bar with your fuck helmet on and go, hey, my, re- my resting heart rate is 69. <laughs> <laughs> um, for most of Lord of the what? Rings... Why is this light up panel that says pussy magnet? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Are there ducks nearby? What? Yeah. Uh, for most of Lord of the Rings, I was rocking at like a 70. Low 70s. Mm-hmm. I just broke it along. Uh, there were a few peaks, uh, including the ring wraiths, like leaning over that tree trunk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an 81. Yep. Uh, okay. I hit 83 at the final battle where Boromir dies. Yep. Uh, and oh, it yeah. And it peaked at 85. Do you want to guess where? Helm's Deep. Bilbo. Bilbo getting the ring back. Oh, uh, no. No. So I couldn't get like uh, too precise of like, where okay, exactly sure. it peaked oh, and that sort of thing. Sa- uh, um, Samwise and the Spider. 
Oh, no, I'm not up. No, that's that's the first yet. one. He's only watched the first one. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was the whole You Shall Not Pass sequence. That whole. Yeah. Oh, of course, with Balrog. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Fuck that. It is so goddamn it's good. Very so good. good. That good. flaming good. whip is so sick. Oh. I so, swear, Chris, we are going to get around to watching, to talking about Sinister. But. Yeah, eventually. Well, <laughs> well so, uh, so it's 11 p.m. <laughs> I've just finished. Oh, Lord perfect time. Perfect time. Is mm. it, though? Is it? I think so. Well, I, I have the answer because I fucking did it and it is not. It was a dumb idea. It was dumb. <laughs> super, 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 super dumb. <laughs> I shouldn't have done it. I should yeah. have fucking waited till 9 a.m. in the morning or something. Yeah. It um, said you do it at night, though. Yeah, he said it, I'd do it in the darkness, but when 11 have, When have we ever taken the literal recommend to mean that we have to do that thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do something two car parks over from that thing. <laughs> so it's 11 p.m., uh, oh, a quick explainer on Sinister, uh, if you've never heard of it. 2012, Ethan Hawke stars as a true crime writer who moves his family into a home uh, of some recent murders. Uh, he finds an old box of Super 8 films uh, and he sort of goes through the attic and, and uh, uh, watches these things. Uh, they're very graphic and violent filmings of these deaths of multiple families. And he slowly realizes that this house uh, that one of the murders was done in is haunted. Horror ensues. Okay. Uh, Hilarity ensues. Hi, Jinx ahead. Marcha asked me to watch this with the lights off. Yeah. So I did turn them off. I had like a little desk lamp thing, which I turned off and I pressed play. And I reckon I lasted about 15 seconds into the first scene when I reached over and turned that light back on. Whoa. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I was pretty scared. I was pretty scared. To, oh, to uh, show you how scared I was, I the whole movie... <laughs> Here are my underpants. <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie, I had the brightness on absolute maximum. Yep. <laughs> so I could see anything coming through in the dark. And I had wow. the volume, uh, like the computer volume and the like streamer volume on an absolute minimum. Both of them. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. It was as quiet oh, as it could God. possibly have been. Wow. <laughs> if that movie happened to you the absolute minimum it could. Yeah, yes, it really did. Yeah. It really did. Uh, much of the film was very slow and quiet, which is the worst. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and despite that, I was rocking an 80 beats per minute through almost the entire movie. Just like a constant peak. Damn. Like wow. The entire time. Damn. I hey, that's really... your cardio. Yeah, kind of. I didn't get any peaks like like uh, big peaks like I did in Lord of the Rings. It was just like a constant fear. Ugh. Yeah, it's a lot uh, of big peaks in, in Lord of the Rings because, you know, they shot it in New Zealand. <laughs> did did they? <laughs> yeah, they shot it in New wow. Zealand. Wow. Lots of mountains. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, in see, terms... I'll see myself out. But... Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. In terms of the movie itself, I think like so with I'm still fucking thinking about it. <laughs> I think like with most scary things, the fear of what it could be is almost always scarier than what it actually is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. suspense is actually way yeah. worse than the reveal, I suppose. Yeah. Uh There's a lot of like horror movie tropes right some of have been joking about through this podcast already like uh, like back in the day it used to be vampires and mummies and they used to be the scary thing right mm-hmm. yeah and as we've sort of moved along it's changed quite a lot uh, it became like the the stranger you know yeah. the stranger you didn't know and then I think it developed somewhere around the 80s or something where it turned into kids 
Yeah. We all decided and agreed that kids are the scariest. Kids, kids are now the spookiest thing. Kids yeah. are the spookiest thing. And now it's politicians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I guess... I don't know if I really relate to that as much. I think I feel like it's more scary when there's something happening to a kid rather than the kid is doing the scaring themselves. Right. You know what I mean? Because whenever yeah. I see a kid like on a movie, I just see the acting classes and, you know, the dance mum. And mm. it, it'd be hard to snap me out of that sometimes. But okay. at the same time, I was fucking terrified. I don't know what to Dance Mom would be a fucking terrifying film. <laughs> that would be yeah, a great just from movie. the perspective of a kid, and you're getting mothered yeah. by a, a dance mum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, my rating system is out of two. Uh, I don't want this to reflect on the film's quality because it is very well made. It it did what it wanted to do, right? Yeah. It scared me, which is what it was yeah. trying to do on the box. But guess what? I don't like that. <laughs> don't do that to me. It's getting a zero out of two. <laughs> Stop that, please. Stop it. Stop it. I, d- I do find it fascinating that even though you know, like you've sat in that couch in your living room thousands of times and watched show after show and, you know, like, it, and, and you, but something about horror makes you think that that's the safest place in the world. Your couch in your living room could possibly now, because I'm watching a horror film, now I yeah. could be attacked. It's yep. so, such a strange phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. Look, I think uh, there's there's one more scary movie with scary children in it that uh, I think I can actually stomach. Maybe ten seconds. Lord of the Rings. No, okay. It is Lord (laughs) of the Rings. Two towers, baby. Three hours. Come on, let's go. This podcast right now. Let's go. Come on. (laughs) The two bandits. (laughs) Let's go home alone, boys. Come on. Yeah, let's do home alone. And my axe, my cousin Bunny, will give us a royal welcome. One does not simply walk into Mordor. May it be an evening star. Welcome to Family Movie Night. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we watch 10 seconds of Home Alone. Sorry to disappoint. Uh, last week, we, uh, we confined uh, little Macaulay Culkin to the torture room. The room the, that he didn't want to go into. The attic. The spooky, scary attic. The torture yeah, which chamber. I know is where all the, the scary movies are. What'd you call it? The chokey. The chokey. The chokey. Let's right. see what happens. I want to see you again for the rest of the night. He's going to stay she up there. She doesn't want to see, see you, want to see you again. Just, I want to see you. Oh, foreshadowing. Anyone again? I hope you don't mean that. Okay. I hope you don't mean that. That is like... This is the movie, guys. This yeah, is this it. is the movie. This is like trailer shit. And she was like, she was like, I don't want to see you again for the rest of the... I can't remember what she said because we spoke over it. But she, you know what? She's not. Yeah, they both got what they asked for. Yeah. Oh, it's so oh, sad. Because of the chills. That was a big so 10 sad. seconds. And her so face right now, like the, the final frame that we were looking at there, that is like quintessential mum face. Yeah, mum's upset. Yeah. Amazing. Well, you know yeah. who's not upset? Peter Jackson? <laughs> no, he's, he's happy. And so he shouldn't be. Yeah. So, so he should be. He should be very proud of himself. He made some yeah. great films. He, he did, did some great films. One Callum Rolls, if you will. Mm. Uh, I will. He's uh, pretty happy with himself as well because he dropped another $100 into the Patreon, like just like you can too, listener. And uh, it's his turn this week. He just did a boom in one, in one foul swoop. Boom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He made us put our money where our mouth is. Um... <laughs> 
You put and his money where our mouths are, actually. Yeah. Well, it so makes it kind of difficult to do the podcast. That's right. Yeah, all, that, all those coins in your mouth. Um, and so he is doing the recommends this week. Uh, and uh, who wants to start? Uh, well, maybe, maybe we should give it a bit of a um, like an umbrella uh, sort of introduction because all of these recommends are music recommends. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the theme of next week, and as as our dedicated listeners know, we do sometimes when we feel like it double up as a music podcast. And here we go, here we go again. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm happy to start. Uh, the task is, I believe, the task is for each of us to write, make out our own new song, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so for me, my recommend from Callum. Thank you so much, man. Um, it is it's so nice to have your feedback and to have uh, have you enjoying the show and to like to to literally see you enjoying it so much. It's it's really lovely. So cheers for that. Um, the recommend that he's given to me is uh, for Stuart, the lover of birds, nature, and all things galactic empire. I was hoping for something about nature or Star Wars related. There's plenty of content there. So my task is to make a song either about birds. Or Star Wars. Or maybe both. I haven't quite decided yet, but we'll see what happens. For Davey, uh, I know his love of gourmet food rivals my own. This is directly from the, the horse's mouth. Also, I should mention that Callum is a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I request he make a tasty song about his best food experience. For Chris, the pool boy I have spent the least amount of time in conversation with. Oh, Callum, you, you've listened to me for fucking 73 hours, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's exactly the same. When you have a real conversation with Chris, you also have no opportunity to talk back. Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm I obviously know. kidding, Chris. I You're know. probably the most considerate out of all of us. Come on now. Come on now. Spooky, spooky bullying. Um, <laughs> when, when you're ready, Chris. <laughs> I, I thought something he likes that brings me joy. Something that I, Chris, like that brings Callum joy. Oh, wait. Trivia is my kink. That's... Oh wait, the trivia is, is my gig <laughs> And Chris, there's Chris, endless man. possibilities with that uh, So Callum, I'm going to get your song about trivia uh, I can't, I don't know how original it's going to be But it's going to be a par- song Parody style Par- Par- Maybe parody style, yeah Listen, boys, listen Fill up the cup is great Yeah That was a once in a, it was a, it was a, once in a generation type of song yeah, I'm still the okay. same generation, guys. I don't. Uh, it's not gonna. You've already done your work. <laughs> Lightning can't strike. Now you're just twice. living off the royalties. That's right. Yeah. So Lightning, that's it, guys. It's gonna be an all musical episode next week, just like yep. that episode yep. of Scrubs, or that episode of. <laughs> Looking at what he wrote. <laughs> Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. That's it. Yep. And the episode of Buffy. Speaking of Buffy the Vampire Strayer, my Buffy rewatch podcast. We're putting new episodes back in the up. Saddle. Back in the fucking saddle. Boys. Yeah, right. Nice. Cool. Back Check in the hell mouth. Um, but yeah, very exciting. Tune in next week. Yeah. For an all musical episode. Yeah, it's oh, going to no. be fantastic. Like we've said uh, a few times during this episode, if you want your own episode or if you just want to support us out of the goodness of your heart or if you need a new mug to bake a cake in, uh, really? you can jump onto the Patreon, which is www patreon.com forward slash the pool boys we would love your support we'd love to have you over there there's a bunch of bonus content we have a second podcast you can listen to that there i'm rambling and i'll stop thanks for your support you can follow us on socials at pool boys comedy that's right after 73 episodes i finally know where to look us up oh yeah <laughs> yeah we're on, we're on twitter instagram facebook tiktok and of course the trading post 
Yeah, we are on the all different right. types of media. I've got a couple buckets that I'm trying to get rid of. <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> please take them. Just yep. ignore what they're full of, please. Just take them away. Take. I didn't have time to empty them before selling them to you. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks to Apex Bloom for the use of their th- uh, of their song for our theme. God, that's it's weird to say. Thanks for the use of the song "Roll" by Apex Bloom. We appreciate it, uh, and uh, it's they're a great band. Go and check them out. Go check out the new stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got a vinyl uh, record that they've just pressed, so uh, you can buy buy a copy of that if you're really into them. Go for it. My name's Stu. I'm Chris. I'm Davey. And Chris, take it away. It's going to be a quick one. Okay. Happy Halloween, everybody. Wow, Go eat oh, some shit, chocolate. I haven't been recording this whole time. No! <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh. Are you? He's... That's not true. I scared you, though, oh, didn't yeah, I? What a week. Oh, my God. Don't do that, David. Zero stars. Zero oh. stars. That was... Fucking, I wonder what my heart rate is right now. I'm going to flip it out. What, what a week. week. God. guys like my peaks in New Zealand joke? Oh, I fucking hate it. I hated that. That's my best work, I think. That thing you did? <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself, Stuart. Uh, with, I am um, constantly. With... Oh. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs>